Good evening all, welcome to the latest instalment of the Endless Celts podcast, episode 131. <laughs> Ross is so down with the kids, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> happy Friday, happy weekend, all good Ross, how are we getting on? Very good mate, had a couple of, wee, couple of wee drinks this afternoon in the deck with the wife, so I've got a small charge about me, but we're okay, we're good, enjoying the weather. Can't wait for the comments to come in now. It's usually drugs and that with you, but it's uh, <laughs> there's gonna be loads of you having a week. I mean I don't that, that I mean that's that's all conjecture. <laughs> there's a throwback. Franny, how you doing, <laughs> mate? How's your week been? I all good, just back to work and on the tools this that's week. This, this week holiday. helping it in the tools has now run run on to four weeks, but it's good weather, so I can't grumble. I was gonna say that. If you've been out in that, you'll be quite happy. Aye. You back in the tools, kid? Ah, it's been a long week, mate. It's <laughs> the Backstreet Boys. Bald, 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 <laughs> bald, bald, boys. Back for Fanny's. Not quite there yet, but uh, hiding it. Aye. Uh, obviously, the, the the funeral happened today in a legend, husband <clears throat> lion. So I'm not going to say much on it because Tony put it in his poetic way as he usually does, and uh, I'll not do it justice. So just thoughts and prayers to the families and friends as usual. Um, God rest you, legend. Um, right, let's get in it. Good start to the season so far, guys. Two games in, um, looking electric going forward. I just want to have a wee touch on uh, some of the some of the form players, some of the guys that have stood out so far this season. And Franny, obviously, Jot has been the main standout. He's been magnificent so far in the two games and assists for fun and, and he, he looks like he's he's in his element and he's properly settled at the club and uh, he's going to be a big time player this year isn't he? Uh, it's the six millions looking looking a snap at this at this stage. Um, I as he's, he started the season flying it can only bode well for us uh, going forward and stuff and just really buzzing I think he'll be absolutely flying in the Champions League I hope he'll I think that's where he'll Properly, properly saying, I think he's, he's kind of made for that. Says, keep the collar up, Ross. Keep it up. I'm, I'm just fixing it. Ed. Can he All right. <laughs> bumfold a bit there? <laughs> but, uh, I, he's, I mean, three, three assists in the, the last games, in the one game. He, uh, the guy's fine. You can't really ask much more of him now. Definitely, mate. He's, he's popping up everywhere as well, isn't he? Because I know. <laughs> Stop like talking it. nonsense, Stephen. That's you. That's <laughs> You're pushing off um, and everybody else. It's interesting because I like I really enjoyed the pod on Monday night and the chat was great and, and there were lots of good op- opinions on it and Ross I know you've touched on Jota as well sometimes and I like there was a bit of debate about him he's, he's better on the left and he's better on the right and for me as a team like the interchange that much it's it's not as if you have a set position anyway so I think it doesn't matter where you play him he's going to be he's going to have an effect in the game what have you thought his his performances so far and um. How how important do you think he's going to be for us this season? I was trying to hide his own right? Just laughing at that. Out, you know. out, out in the deck, in the, <laughs> I, out in the deck in the deck. Anyway. Uh, okay, what happens? It's, it's an arm hickey I've got. Sorry, don't grab that 98. We thought so I could hide this love bite in the pocket. <laughs> um, what was the question? <laughs> no, um, I did. Touch you not. What am I drinking? Oh, Matt Kenley was waiting on that. Oh, it's just a, it's a wee beer amaretti in said glass. But uh, aye, touching oh, the jaw, um, the best glass, it's the best glass you can get in it. Aye. Superb. Anyway, serious stuff. <laughs> Jota. Uh, aye, 
everybody, for me, there's a lot put upon Jota's best position as the left-hand side. I get it, right? I'm not arguing. It probably is. But at the moment, we've got so many options going forward. Both sides, central striker. I just think Maeda, I love the guy. I know he's not going to beat a man like some guys some some guys in the team do, like Abada. And and by the way, sometimes Abada doesn't he take his man on and he comes inside. There's no preferred option for me. Jota is really good on the left-hand side. He brings a lot to the team on the right-hand side. Would I say his best position is the left? Probably. But what Maeda does on the other side you need that work rate for me. And I understand people saying bring him on when he's got fresh legs against guys that are tired. And that can work too. But this is, it, it always goes back to it. And I say it all the time, the collective, the team, Abada will get his chance. He'll get opportunities in this team. Absolutely. What's Stephen saying? But for me, honestly. Don't know, he just stopped shine and puts his fucking wee <laughs> comment in a uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely not today with the chat. <laughs> uh, aye. Yeah. But like <laughs> Jaw starts, at the moment he's starting on the right, but he swaps with Maeda constantly throughout the game and it keeps the teams guessing. For me, I don't care if Jota's on the left or the right, I don't care if a bad is playing. I don't care if Maeda's playing. I don't care if Jeff Mack is playing. I don't care if Kyogo's playing. I know whoever's playing, they're going to do the job. And that squad as a whole is absolutely outstanding right now. And every single one of them, Matt O'Reilly, every one of them, from front to back, all know their jobs. Everybody knows what what they need to be doing in that team. And instead of, for me, instead of saying, this guy's not as good as that guy, I don't believe I don't believe that's the case. I think everybody brings different things to the team, but they all bring good te- things to the team. And no matter who plays, the one thing that never changes is the unit and the way we play, and it's it's tremendous. Agreed, mate. Totally agree with that. Um, we're flying and we're doing so well. now. I just feel like white people for all quarters are trying to pick faults. Well, there's no need to look for them. I mean. Mm. It's all positive, now and you're bang on. It doesn't matter. There's plenty of options, and it doesn't matter which one you're using. That they all offer something different. And that's, by the way, it's a good point where a lot of people say about um, bringing my ad, my aid on with, with tired legs and all the rest of it. But that's what Abada's been doing. So maybe that's why he's been shining Aye. a bit more because he's coming in late and he's fresh. And and I agree. I totally agree with you. With, um, what's this? How am I late? <laughs> <laughs> But see, see what you're saying there, like, I know, sorry, well, on you go. No, on you go, mate. No, I was just going to say, like, people are sort of, no digging out Maeda, I don't mean that, but people are saying, like, Abada's the better, he's the better option at the minute, right? But Abada could come in and play in September right. and have a stinker, and, and Maeda will come on and get a goal, right. and then everybody was saying, Mate, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the fickleness. But Aye. at the end of the day, like I've said, it doesn't matter who plays, they're all going to bring something to the table. And Definitely. that's what Ange wants, and that's what we all want. I really agree with you with Abada as well. He's, he's turning into more like an inside forward, doesn't he, rather than a, than a winger. And, and he's mm. just always sneaks in at that back post. And... Franny said that a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> so he's never a striker. 
scored the rest of his goals at wide. <laughs> See, before I forget, because I meant to do it at the very start, I totally forgot. Remind, guys, the Super 6 down here. Get uh, registered. We've got quite a few on now, and it's a good laugh. And uh, somebody's, I can't, don't, I can't remember who's top now, but I don't think he knows fuck all about football. But uh, <laughs> Super 6 down there, there's the link there, which I think is CF5VDD. So get on that, get registered, and get your picks in for this week. It's a bit of a laugh, and we'll. We'll read out maybe the on a weekly basis who's who's doing well on the table and who's climbed and all, and all the rest. It's just a bit of fun to get everybody involved. So mind to get on that. Um, I I'm going to come straight back to you, Ross, as well because another player that's in form and I thought um he got a bit of stick on on Monday's pod. Um, and I like I feel like he gets the stick most more than most, and I think he's been excellent so far this season. As Gregory oh, Taylor, we smile. <laughs> He knew what was coming. It's like the Finch pump. <laughs> Danny, man. I lost the plot last week. <laughs> totally um, lost the plot, man. Again, it's like, it's like another one where it's like, everything's going so well now, I don't understand why you need to pick faults out or find a negative. <clears throat> we've always we've, we've always been fans, but we've always said as well that we know he's not the best player in the world, and we know there's much better left-backs out there that can replace him. But... I mean, you can't drop him from the team now, surely, with the, with the run of form that he's been in the first two games anyway. No, you absolutely can't. Greg Taylor is doing everything, everything that Angie's asking him, and more, in my opinion. I'm going to say something, probably folk are like, I fucking <laughs> neighbor, bother, right? But the last six months of football, right, in a Celtic jersey, right, has, and you're, in anybody's honest opinion, has Juranovic performed in a Celtic team any better than Greg Taylor? Ah, and in my opinion, no. And Juranovic is getting touted for... And I'm not saying Greg Taylor should go to Chelsea or anything like that. Or, but Juranovic is 15, 20 million, right? Greg Taylor has performed every bit as good as that guy in the last six months in a Celtic jersey. There's absolutely no way but he'll go for that sort of money. And it's because his name doesn't end in Vich. I'd argue he's been more consistent. He has well, been more consistent. And I know Juranovic has had injuries. And you hear guys saying, uh, like saying, you know. I'm going to answer that in a second, but I want to let Ross What's he saying? Aye, right. So guys are saying, like, in Europe, he'll not be good enough, right? He's not been any worse than anybody else in Europe last season. He never cost us, right? We're going into a, a tougher competition, higher level. But he deserves his chance because I don't think anybody can disagree with that because he's done it. He's done everything that Angie's asked. And people say, like, eh, he'll not be good enough. So we could probably put Juranovic over to the left and bring Ralston into the right. What does Ralston bring to the table on the right that Greg Taylor doesn't bring on the left? Do you know what I mean? And they're they're slightly different players. You're at, uh, Ralston is probably a wee bit better going forward. Greg Taylor's better defensively. If you're asking, and Juranovic for me is better defensively than Ralston is. So if if you're asking me the best options for the Champions League and and where we probably won't have as much of the ball, then it's Taylor and Juranovic. Taylor defends his areas better than Ralston does. I don't know why you would give up 
Juranovic in the left to bring Ralston in to, to not play Taylor when you can just not play Ralston. Taylor's more natural on that side. It's it's weird, but that's just my opinion. Especially See, when you've got you've just signed a left back in the summer as well. So if you are going to replace him with somebody, surely it would be your exactly left back. Right. Um, exactly. And I, I, I totally agree with it. Sorry, Fanny, what were you going to say there? I was going to say, like, obviously, he's kind of, I was not Taylor's biggest fan, but I, you can't argue with the Like, I would, I don't think there has been many better than the last six months. I think Taylor at one point was maybe one week he was a six, <laughs> maybe the next week he was eight, but he's a solid seven, eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would argue at an 8 out of 10 for the last six months. Easy. And uh, I know Stephen's saying uh, he's maybe not good enough for Europe, but I would argue maybe a year, 18 months ago, I wasn't didn't think he was good enough for the Celtic team. But now, I'm like, we usually can he drop. So give him a chance in Europe again. Let's see if he's good enough in Europe. Wait right. wait till the end of the Champions League, then judge him on that. It's not just and, Taylor. This is, what, this is what my point was going to be to Stephen is, the whole team. Ah, I need to improve. They have not experienced then, it. So, cast, how do you know Jota is going to be good enough for the Champions exactly. League? How do you know Kyogo exactly. is? We've not seen them, and and we are mm. Celtic at a level where we can only sign a certain standard of player. It's never ever. We're never going to compete with the elite. Like mm. obviously, we want to bring back the the days at Parkhead where uh, the European nights where we're it's, we're colossal at home and all the rest of that. And 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 obviously, over ninety minutes we can compete with. with with elite teams, but we like there's we talk about there's better left backs out there than Taylor. There's better midfielders out there than Calmac. There's better Aye. midfielders exactly. out there than Riley. But Every, we don't exactly. say, but we don't say oh, there should be better than Calmac in our team. No, we don't say that. And I just mm-hmm. I just think he takes the flack more than anybody and I don't 100%. understand why. Uh, I know and and, and he, has, he obviously has bad games. Greg, yeah, Greg I, Taylor's I you, biggest I hear you Frank, but we don't like, like I just said, the majority of the team might not be Champions League class. Mm. I wouldn't say that. That's that, this is or... the issue I've got with that, right? Um, Greg Greg Taylor's biggest crime, right, is following Kieran Tierney, replacing mm-hmm. Kieran Tierney, right? Kieran Tierney could be, possibly, he was worth more than £25 million when he left Celtic, in my opinion, right? He could possibly be a £50 million left-back in the coming weeks, if the rumours are to be true, Celtic to replace Kieran Tierney cannot spend fifty million pound, which they right. would have to to replace him, like for like. It just doesn't happen. Taylor has had time in that Celtic team, and he's grown and he's got better. That's all you can ask, in my opinion. Ah, I, I think he's got a hundred times better. Than, like I'd said that a few times last season as well when folk were having a. If you're going to watch the game with attitude that you're against Taylor, one stray pass, one mistake, you're on him. It's it's almost you'll forget about all the bad, all the good that he does. That's exactly that, mate. And and it's been. Hang on, mate. It's not just happened with Taylor. It's uh, yeah, exactly, Mark. That's what I'm saying, mate. Uh, Hang on, Mark. uh Is there any? No. Like I said, we always that narrative that there's better left backs out there. Like I said, there's better midfielders out there than Cal Mack, but nobody. There's always better. He's never. He's good enough for the Champions League. We don't need to find negatives. It's all positive. Aye. We're flying at the moment. Let's just get on the hands train and, and, and just enjoy it. But move on for Taylor now. Um, <coughs> is, is there any of the other two main ones that have kind of caught my eye so far this season? And I, I like Abadars looked sharp when he's came on. Is there anybody else that you think that's that's um, hit the ground running so far this season? I know the whole team. It's, it's a difficult one because there's not even with like in the tail end of last season as well. I thought like the, the goals are spread. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly, Kevin. The goals are spread out and stuff like that as well. So there's no one um one focus and one person that's as like Kevin says there, Kevin fourteen, mm. it's a team unit. But mm. is there anybody else that stood out for you so far? I think I mean possibly Jens last week stood out for me. I think I maybe got a wee bit harsh on Starfield with how uncomfortable Starfield looks on the ball. But again, Starfield is a defender. We can't can't really argue with him. But Jens looks like that that player like we can bring the ball out for defence. He's got that presence uh, at the back and as we've seen for an attacking point of view. So he's kind of impressed me. Um, Hatate and pre-season stuff, Hatate looked flying and obviously Kyle getting his goal early doors as well in the league. It's that's that's a positive as well to get flying. So Ah, oh, Stephen. But um I would say I would say of the new boys of the new boys, Jens is the one that's kinda kinda got me a wee bit excited. <laughs> uh, the big man's got me excited. He just looks a proper it, it just looks like like you you have said it's dealing with the right attitude it seems. Definitely it looks like a big Strength, pace, ball playing. Uh, why don't I read this? I totally agree, Jed. Um, that's exactly what I was saying. 100%. And it's always been, well, I mean, barring like Larson's and stuff, <coughs> is, there a, is there anybody that you think we could play for the elite in the last 20, 30 years? It's very, very slim pickings. You could count in one hand anyway, so it's always been the case, but. Ross, what about you? Do you? Is there anybody else that stood out, or do you just think we've, we've looked excellent as a unit? And it's like you said, it's not about any one person. It's it's as a collective. Um, ah, well, you're right. It's it's not about any one person. As a collective, Angel like drive that in all the time. But if if we are on a podcast picking out people who we like, then for me, I agree with Franny. I've only seen him Norwich, and then the game on Saturday, but. For me, Jens Jens looks the real deal. He looks a player, and it's for me it's telling that rumoured that he was wanted last year for whatever reason we couldn't get him. I just think it's maybe a bit premature. I think that he's more suited to the way Ange wants to play than Starfelt, and it's no slant Starfelt. He was outstanding for his last season. Certainly the second half of the season, I would have to say he probably defended the, his area, he won his, he won his duels, every bit as good as CCV, but I'm going to stick my neck in the line and say that Jens is maybe, I, I think he's going to like nail down that spot next to CCV, and I think this early that he could perform every bit as good, if not better than what CCV did last season. I just think he is Oofed. the, the, the perfect <laughs> he's the perfect everything about him, every attribute of what I've seen in the little time, I think he looks like the defender that Ange that, that's the defender Ange wants I, I think he's perfectly suited and I, I'm really excited to see him going forward but again, if he doesn't come up to the, the the big excited statement I've just made. <laughs> Starfelt will do fine. Definitely, mate. He looks like he's just walked right out of Giacomo catalogue day. Eh? The big gents? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually, we'll touch on that later. It, when we talk about the commander game at the weekend, there's obviously going to be a bit, 
there's a few positions that looks like there's some might be showing up for grabs, and that's that's one of the main ones. So we'll touch on that later on. But move on to that for the form and the start. Um, the latest news we've seen the rumours is the the new TV deal for Sky. We're probably not the best to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> All the politics never involved. This is uh, Tony and and uh, John and and Stevens. Uh, uh, thingy criteria. So they'll on Monday they'll they'll be discussing that also. But the TV deal it looks like it's what twenty nine twenty nine and a half million or something, and they're, they're going to be showing forty forty odd games or whatnot. Franny, um, the money's pretty much just for four games a season, really, or three games a season, or whatever it is. Anyway, uh, first of all, what do you think about the deal? Considering English League One get paid more and all the rest, of it? is it kind of a snide? Backhander to Scottish football. Um, I've watched a lot of English football in the last couple of years on Sky, and there's been some games in, uh, between the elite teams, and they're fucking rank rotten. And there's, there, there's been decent games. And do you think that we should be deserving more? And also, we talk about this Champions League, how like there's elite teams, then there's us. These guys are getting all this TV money, mega money, and, and we're getting peanuts, and that's obviously. Over the last ten years, anyway, seen an effect in, in us in Europe. Um, what do you think about the TV deal? First of all, it's stupid it's, money, isn't it? Ah, uh, it's stupid. But like, it's essentially a cheaper deal over the piece than what we've got the now. Because I think, because I think the deal something like twenty six million the now over for fifty odd games or a, a maximum of fifty odd games, and then the new ones twenty nine for a maximum of sixty games. Likely going to, like you said, well, I think it's likely they'll show about 42. But if you look at it as a 60 games, it's something like 50 grand a game less than what we're getting now. So, in any business world, that's not a great deal at the end of the day. Like, you're doing a deal and getting a worse deal, so to speak. But I actually listened to some of the, the Thursday night forum there with Mark Cain and that, and like, there's there doesn't seem to be another offer on the table. That's mm-hmm. the problem right now. There's nobody else's offers yeah. in. I don't know if you could try and get some sort of SBL TV type thing. You're, you're taking a big sort of a step into the unknown because you're you're not like a Sky or a BT with all that stuff behind you. Um, I don't. I, I'm interested. I <laughs> 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 uh, so I don't know if there's any way you could do like do an like an SBL TV where you pay a subscription, even like. Like, I was thinking about this, like, yesterday. Like, the first, I think, it's 7.99, if I remember right. You would only need, like, 70% of the Scottish population to take that up to equal the deal we've got the now per year. That's just per you year. You never worked that out yourself. That, mate, it's simple maths, kid. It's simple ah, maths. Go for Hold me, on, I go and grab the abacus. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you're not, I appreciate, obviously, free, like, with the, with the population it's, that includes multiple households like myself that's got a five-a-side team and that in the house and things like that. So <laughs> you're talking one per household. So you would need, you would obviously need, like there's folk obviously down south in that in England that would be able to take up that subscription. Then you've got like the wider audience and you've got Ireland, then America. <coughs> so you wouldn't essentially need tens of millions of folk to actually make decent money. I think, like, as I say, if you could get about uh, about 8 million folk taking that subscription up across the world it's about 60 million pound per season 
at seven ninety nine. Whether I mean, but you're taking a leap into the unknown. You're two plus two take... is for quick maths. <laughs> you're just taking a you're taking a leap into the unknown because you've not got the like Sky know what they're doing essentially. We all know what happened to the Satanta deal. That they Satanta came from anywhere with millions and millions of pounds, and that went tits up after six months. So uh, it's one of the ones I would love to hear the like the Scottish League to have the bottle to say, look, bye bye Sky. We've got to date ourselves. This is the fee. <laughs> But it's it's obviously probably going to cost a lot of money to get that. I, I did really, I did do that bit maths. Fanny's wanting he needs it so he can subscribe so that he doesn't add to the five aside team, eh? Just so you can watch it. Telly's over the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross, what's your, what's, like my first thought is, straight away was um, can you imagine if Celtic and the Rangers won the in that league, what they would be offering then? If anything, to show any games, it's it's madness to even think about it. But what's your? I know you're the same as me. We just like to talk about the football and <laughs> know so much about the politics side. But what's your thoughts on on the whole TV deal? And well, what you said there, like if Celtic Rangers weren't there, they probably wouldn't even offer them a deal. Let's be yeah. honest, and that's nice slant on the teams. But all the but, football at all. I, I dare say, saying that though, you have to give them give them respect. If Celtic Rangers weren't there, then they would be at the top of the league. Maybe their their stature would grow, but again, if Celtic Rangers didn't exist, sort of thing. Do you think it would be more exist. competitive? Do you think it would be like England and any, well, no now, but there was um, a point where any, any number of teams, or five or six teams that could win it? Um, no, I wouldn't say five or six. I would say it's a, it's a different, you, you would have to say Hearts would be right up there all the time. Apart from the times they got relegated, there's there's teams that they would be right up there, but we're going off topic a bit there, which is good because I haven't got a fucking clue about that TV deal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, I, what you got to say? I think the, out, the was with the money, it's, it's like fucking the money in England is bonkers. I mean, we were talking about the transfers, and I I, I put in the chat about. I was seeing that Nottingham Forest were going after um, this uh, Morgan oh. Gibbs White at, at um, mm-hmm. Wolves, and he was—I think he was on loan to Sheffield United last year, right? And that's like pretty much nobody's heard of him. Right? Like, I've seen it, I've <coughs> seen him come through the Wolves team, but um, Nottingham Forest offered twenty-five million for him, and it got knocked back. And then they were—they went and were on a, were a twenty-five million with seventeen million add-ons or whatever, and that's been knocked back, right? And pretty much. Nobody has heard of this guy. We sold Kieran Tierney for twenty-five million pounds, and that's getting knocked back for a twenty-year-old that nobody's ever even heard of. And mm-hmm. Katie's one of the best players to I come know. to our academy in the past twenty years. It just shows you the difference between the leagues. And look where he's going. Where the rumours are, he's going to Man City now for fifty-plus million. And by the way, since he's joined Arsenal, he's been on the treatment table a bit more often than he's been on the pitch. So for him to go even go for that. Just shows you the difference. I think if he was playing and he's came through on Everton, for example, an Arsenal bid for him, they'd have been you'd have been getting three times that amount for the player. Right. And just the league we're in, and obviously the money we can pay, out, it's it's just like we're we're lambs to the slaughter. To be fair, but when it comes to that side of things, but Aye. to flip the, the, the other prob- side of the, 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 the coin is, is... No. I was just gonna say the the problem with our league is like. Teams in England, they get they get paid so much money, right, for 
getting into the Premier League, for staying in the Premier League, right? It's more than our entire TV deal. So, sorry, losing what the fuck I'm saying here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, I think Jackson King said it earlier. No, that, aye, that's what I was going to say, sorry. So, the, the team, they, they've got so much money, right, that they can hold out for what they think a player is worth. Yeah. Whereas, us with Cairn Tierney, we need to get to a we get to a point then we go we have to take that because that's a big sum of money. Whereas we were getting that amount of money, we could hold out for yeah. 30, 40 million for Kieran Tierney, but we can't do it because yeah. they know we can't do it. So they hold us to ransom, and it, it, I don't even think they believe when they're offering the money. I think they think to themselves, he's done it in the Champions League, mm-hmm. he's done it at the top level for a big club. He could he could go and make that step, but we'll play on it because they need the money and we'll just lowball them. Aye. That's the way it is. To be fair, if you flip the other side of the coin, pretty much what we do with every other SPL team when we're nabbing their best players. Mm-hmm. If you're Stephen and he's on the, he's scouting the SPFL every week and wanting us to sign Doigs and Mugabe and all the rest of it. Fucking like, Robert Mugabe. Like, we're, we're sitting complaining about this. We've been doing it to Hibs and the rest of them for years and years and years. So... I, I, I suppose you've got to take it off for this move with that side of things, but the TV deal, Aye. Egyptian King said it earlier, you get relegated for the English League, you get 90 million or something for getting relegated, mm. and I think we got 3 million for winning the league last year. Aye. And um, we're playing, we're going to be playing in Europe's elite, and these guys are playing in the Championship, it's madness, absolute madness, and I don't think it'll ever change, to be honest with you, unless some billionaire tycoon comes in and tries to revamp the Scottish League, I think we're stuck where we are, unfortunately. Um, Craig White. Craig White, aye. <laughs> Take it for a pound. Uh, aye, so, we bit of an announcement as well. Uh, we've been bashing us, us at yeah. Endless Celts HQ. I've been bashing our heads together <laughs> to come up with some, some new things. And One of the biggest things about this podcast and us, and, and like we all voice our opinions, but you guys um, in the live chat, your opinions are just as important. We, we love having you coming on and, and chatting and, and giving your opinions to us and, and agreeing and disagreeing, and we, we think it's great. And So we've kind of came up with the idea to have like a viewer takeover. So what that entails is, I think we're looking at every couple of months. I think so. Um, Aye. The last Friday, we want one of you guys in the chat to come on with us. I think pretty much all you'll need is a a phone and Skype, like the bare minimum. You can get laptops and all that set up and all that if you if you know what you're doing and we'll, we'll set it up. But um, so the last Friday of the couple of months, we're going to have one of you guys come on and, and talk pish with us and slag Ross and Franny and like you do in the chat, but actually on <laughs> on on with us on the podcast. So again, the interaction's been superb. It's been brilliant. We love having you here. So having you in person as well, I, I think it's a really excuse me, really top idea. Get one years on. I think the first one's already announced. I think Kaiser, Kaiser in the chat. You let the cat out of the bag this morning and see if you're going to be on. So Kaiser, the can't to have you on. <laughs> Kaiser's going to be on on the twenty sixth of August. I think um, that's going to be our first ever viewer takeover. We're calling it. He's going to come on and shoot the shit and chat Celtic with us. Can't wait. Every two months. I know it's going to be great. Every two months after that, 
any of you guys is more than welcome. We want you to, to come in and you can either come use most of us on social media or the, the Endless Elts platform on social media. Just fire it a private mail or a, or a DM saying you're interested and you want to come on and um, we'll sort it out. We'll get everybody on. I'm really excited to see it and, and chat with you guys because like I say, everybody makes so great points in the chat and stuff as well. So it'll be great to have them on and, and, and have a weather with us guys. So get on that got an endless sales uh, media and private mail one of them or private mail one of us just anybody um, and, and let us know you're, you're looking to come on and then we'll try and set it up like I say Kaiser's coming on first I'm looking forward to it I, can't, I don't actually know who he's on with but um, if he's on with me I'm going to roast him <laughs> I hope Donny Boy and Daniel Mack comes on me. I'm going to absolutely <laughs> rip on my new one. <laughs> I all these guys all use like he's a, like very loyal to us, and, and like Stephen always says, we're kind of built a wee community here, and you guys are always in the chats and 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 chatting away. So send us a VPM every couple of months on a Friday. Have a few beers, just like we're doing the new. And uh, oh, Donny Boy, you must have been a ball today. You can join the ball house boys. <laughs> Never this boy. Love it. Send a wee private mail, Donny, mate. I'll get you on. It'll be good. You guys, you, you, you're, you're there every week with us, and you've actually probably put more time into this than some of us do. Okay. <laughs> so to have you on, uh, I just think it's going to be a great laugh, and I reckon it'll be really, really entertaining. So get on it, troops. Can't wait to see you on. Next, my favourite topic transfer rumours. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, there's actually transfer news. I don't know if you've seen, we signed a, a keeper, Josh Clark from Glenhaven. Mm-hmm. Glen- <laughs> <Steven James laughs> By the way, we forget, there used to be t-shirts made up for that, the Julian <laughs> Club for Stephen. Josh Clark, a keeper, it looks like another, um, he's going to go into the development squad and, and, and come up. I think there's, there's at least three keepers in front of him now anyway. So, it's another signing through the door. JJ's in demand. We've been talking about Juranovic. There's rumours flying about everywhere. I've got the beer, mate. The, beer. the keg's on. Chilled for you. Um, aye, Juranovic is demand. The rumours are Chelsea are looking to spend plenty of money on him. Ross, what do you think about that? Do you think, you think it's just absolute nonsense, first of all? And uh, do you think he can compete at that level? And also, do you, if he did go, do you think he would be a massive loss to Celtic? Touching on what you said earlier on this this, afternoon, this evening, um, it, there's no smoke without fire. There's been a lot of rumours over the last couple of months. Do I think he'll go? No, I don't. I I, I think he'd be daft to go. I, I get, I understand. There's probably more money in offer. But it's a World Cup year. There's some mad shit going on in the background <laughs> of my house. I thought, it was just a, I thought it was just a couple of drinks you had in the <laughs> day. <laughs> the wind's the dropped something or smash on. I don't know what's happened, but <laughs> it's got a like gone down in that kitchen. Glass bin there, <laughs> <laughs> but, the whole uh, bank's taking a pound in the well. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be getting a row after more anyway, that's guaranteed. But, uh, <laughs> aye, Juranovic. I don't... I get, the, I understand it'll be more money on offer, but it's, it's a World Cup year. I think it'd be daft to go in a World Cup year. Yankees pretty much cemented a place as much as you can in Angie's squad or Angie's team. I think we'll see, we'll certainly see Ralston play, absolutely. But I'd be surprised if he went. 
And for me, like I touched touched on earlier, I think he's a very, very good player, you know, Vich. I really do. Is he at that go right into a top four English team at the moment? Kieran Tierney didn't do it. And I think Kieran Tierney is far and away a better player than Juranovic is at the moment. See, if you were offered 15 million tomorrow, would you be pushing him out the door? No. No? Purely because Ralston's the back of him and that, that, there's a big drop between him and Ralston. But, and I know I've made the point that Taylor, there's nothing between Taylor and Ralston, but you're not dropping for Taylor. Taylor's what we've got. And I'm sorry. I understand what you're trying to say. I've contradicted myself there a wee bit, but I, I know what I'm trying to say. That was my but, point when I was saying that. Um, do you think we will miss him? Because I think there's, there's. I think I Taylor's I better than Ralston. I think there's <laughs> <laughs> Ralston or Juranovic. Um, no, Ralston. <laughs> I just think that there's certain players. I, I think I said it before. I've said it before plenty of times on the on the. Um, the podcast there is, I think, in our team now, there's a spiny, and I think there's two, only two or three players that I think that are like nailed on in the rest. And I'm like, Kyogo, if he falls at the team, Jacob Marcus is going to come in and do just as good a job. That's why I was asking you about Juranovic if you think we would miss him so much if, if he did go and if it was big money. So, Fanny, I was going to ask you the same question because for me, like, you've got Hart, probably CCV. Maybe not so much now that we've strengthened a bit more at centre half, and then you've got like Calmac, and that's, they're the only ones that are stick on nails on for me. I think maybe O'Reilly. Other than that, I don't. I think if you take somebody out the team and replace them with somebody else, it's it's it's, an, it's not a massive drop off like Ross is saying. What's your uh, thoughts on them going? Do you think do you think you would make it at Chelsea? They've got Reese James there is a superstar. He's going. He's going, he's only going to go and play second fiddle to him, isn't he? And, I bet he'll uh, play on the left to replace Alonso because he's shy. <laughs> 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 well, they've just uh, got chill. They've got chill. Well, and they just bought that bloody Cucarella for about five hundred million as well. Bonkers money. There, uh, that's a, that was a, that was a thing I seen the day as well. Cucarella, he's played for the Spanish under twenty ones. I don't even know if he's got any caps for Spain yet. He's had one decent season in England. He's gone for sixty odd million. Juranovic is an established uh, international player. Had a good season, <laughs> and they're only talking. Like money, I know, and like 10, 15, 20 million is a lot of money to talk for us. Mm-hmm. But when you do, when, when people point that out and compare it to that, you're sitting sometimes thinking, wait a fucking minute here. The money in England is stupid. But I, Franny, would you, do you think you can, you can one break into the team? You think we'd miss them? And again, if, you, if we were offered 15, 20 million tomorrow, would you, would you be pushing them out the door? Harry Redknapp style? I'm not sure. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> Benjani, I think Benjani, it was. I, I putting him on the plane, yeah. like, no, you're fucking gone. <laughs> and then go, go to Man City? I'm happy at Portsmouth. <laughs> Listen, you're fucking gone. See ya. It's a like I'm a big admirer of Uranovich and Mark Kenley's got him. It's, it's a wee bit the, the exotic name, a wee bit as well. I like him. I, I agree with you, but there's not a massive drop off when you go to Ralston. I mean, Uranovich for me is a better player, but. Ralston has performed really well. Uh, 15, 20 million, I think. I wouldn't say I would, I wouldn't personally be pushing it out the door, but I think he would get sold for that kind of money. Ross makes a great point about the World Cup and that would be a, a risky move uh, coming up to the World Cup and stuff. But it's, I don't, I think it would be a massive miss in the sense that 
we've only got a few weeks left of the transfer window. We know what we're uh, getting with Juranovic. That's a great I'm not, point, mate. I say he's. I, I'm I'm with you, William, in the sense that I don't. It's it's not one of the ones that I'm necessarily nailed on, but because we'd only have Juranovic after that. Eh, sorry, Ralston after that, and then you're you're maybe panicking panicking about to get a right back after that. It's it's one that's where I would think it would be a mass, more of a massive loss than actually the player, so to speak, leaving. It's just <clears> the time you've got to try and replace that guy. And then if you're selling them for the 15, 20 million that's maybe reported, teams will know you're desperate for a right back and they maybe want a wee bit extra cash for it as well. So I think that's where I would think it's a massive loss with just the time to actually replace them. So I don't don't think he'll leave. I, I hope he doesn't. And But it's, ah, it's a weird one. It's 15, 20 million. It's like say, it's hard to turn no, up no. a guy. See, a guy that you bought for, what was it, about 2 million? 2 million last season. Eye. Aye. See, to be fair, see if he does, if he does, if Juranovic does leave, it's no bother. We'll just put Greg Taylor over to the right. <laughs> that's that's. Is that not the the logical thing? Just play a guy out of position. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, no, Ross. No, no. <laughs> Scott's fired. Uh, I I agree with you guys. I think I I love JJ, but again, I I don't think he's indispensable to the team. He's he's technicals. His technical skills are fabulous. I think he could play. I think he could play anywhere in the park. I think he could play him centre mid in that as well. I think he's a fabulous footballer. But again, if you're getting stupid money like that, I don't think the the board are. are yeah, exactly, Jed. Absolute Aye. bonkers. And KT only went for twenty five. Fucking madness. By the way, it's nice to see Jed back in the comments. He's. I know. He's, he said he's that. He said on, I think he said on Monday that he's missed it for a bit. It's good to see him back. We'll hit right. him on, Jed. Here's a message, and we'll get you Death on. Home, man. Get you on one night. <laughs> Um, the other rumour that's not going away is this Alex Calado from, from Barca I think I sent a wee one of the, one of the wee magic uh, YouTube Amido Balde right. numbers where he looks absolutely frightening and dynamic <coughs> um, it's a strange one for me Ross because I think we're pretty stacked and we've just actually at the start of the show talked about how we've got the options with brilliant Jed we'll get you on mate um, we've yeah, talked well. about how we've got Maeda's uh, Jot as uh, a bad as we like, we're stacked in the wing winged areas. Oh, is he away? Brilliant. Can't Move on. Talk about this then. Let's <laughs> but even if they're right, you're not coming, coming on your bastard. He's <laughs> 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 like, like, I know, it, like you say, there's no smoke without fire. So if that's the case and there was interest, do you know, how <laughs> we're stacked in that area, we don't really need to, to build on there. I, I think it's evident we are stacked, but I mean, go, I feel like a bit of a fucking tosser talking about this now if he's away to this <laughs> team, but uh, I mean, you, you look at that guy's reels, he looked, he, he looked apart, he looked, he looked like a Jota type, everybody wants Jota on the left, if he's a right, right side, that's both carbon copies going at, going at uh, left and right backs. South Africa. I'm shagged South Africa. Shagged South Africa. Hi, but if you could, have, if you could have got that guy, but right, similar type players. There's no way yet, by the way. I've no way yet. Google, so he's not away yet. So we can Aye, keep big man. Who was that? He's not coming on either, <laughs> is he? No. This is well and done, like. <laughs> Cancelled that that new that new show. <laughs> 
Uh, aye, but again, he looks the same ilk. He looks the same ilk. He's like a, I think it was it yourself, Willie, that said he looks like a, or it might have been John. He looks like a love child, uh, Matt O'Reilly and Jota. <laughs> <laughs> it was John. I, I, aye, class. Aye. That was a class comment. And uh, if you've got two players like Jota on one side and somebody similar to Jota, that's probably different. Give us back every week, Monty. I don't like Monty. Just <laughs> go to somebody on. else. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Ross is a wee bit pushed, by the way. <laughs> um, aye. So the transfers, funny, what, like that's the most recent rumor. There's no well. There's the, we've heard the rumors of what I think is absolutely nonsensical with like uh, Barclays and Delhi Alleys and all the rest of them. It's like that's never ever going to happen. Like if these guys are coming, they they're on stupid money. If they're coming on loan, like the, the club's going to have to pay like ninety percent in their wages. So I don't see any of that happening. But Andrew Sell has said he's still on the um, <coughs> he's still on the lookout. The transfer window is still open. How have you felt about our transfer window so far? Like I say it shuts tomorrow and we don't do any more business. Are you happy, or do you want to see some more come in? I want to see some more, but I think that's more. Do you always want? Just as a fan, you always want more. <laughs> Love you, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> we all love Axel. <laughs> uh, you always want more, William. And I think Ange, I mean, I touched a bit, a bit on him one day as well. <laughs> um, Ange, as much he's obviously going to be happy, <coughs> the window shut tomorrow, but equally, he's no daft enough to know that he always should want better or want more to help advance the team and things like that. But we all said that. CCV and Yacht were massive signings to get through the door, got them through the door. We, all, we wanted competition at left back. We've potentially got this in Burnaby. We wanted competition for um, Hart. You've got that in Seagrest. And then we've also brought in Jens. We were saying Same we looked a wee bit short at the back. So I would say we've addressed all the positions. We've all said, all, and it seems to be some sort of thing in the, the fan base as well that we need. A Winyama type boy, a defensive midfielder, and Anson Fairness has never seemed to be anywhere no, near actually, that kind of remark. He, he actually came out and said, I'm no one, that's not what I'm on. Uh, it's no, it's not no his type of player and stuff. So, I mean, I, I still would kind of like that, but again, it's one of the ones that if fans doesn't want that, if kind of got to the guys, I can't really argue with the guys' track oh. record now. So, <clears throat> it's I would like another striker, ideal in the Yakamakis type mode, because I think when he sort of fell out the team again with injury last season, we, we did miss him a wee bit. But I think I would, if anywhere I was going to try and bring something, it would I would maybe look at that type idea. Just ideal a defensive, a, a big solid defensive midfielder, but I don't see that happening, um, especially with Moy coming in. Although I think Moy might more play the the eight position. I'm not too sure. I thought um, that, but when he came on against Ross County, he definitely went in at the six. Aye, right. definitely because McGregor yeah. pushed up. But I, I think for me, I would, I would like a, a striker. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a, I'd like a striker uh, of similar sort of elk as Jack and Marcus really well. Aye, and uh, Ross, kind of similar question. To you do you think? Would you be happy if it shut them on? Also, like with with. We've not really delved into this loan to buy market that we did last year. I think that might be interesting to go down and, and maybe if it's a prospect or kind of. But are you 
Are you the same uh, ilk as Franny? Do you think we're needing... <coughs> if, if it shut them all out, would you be happy? If not, what positions do you think that we should be looking to strengthen? If it shut them all out, I'd be content. I'd be content with the squad. Absolutely. I think we're running like a well-oiled machine now. But I, I don't know if it's... Angie's... The way he looks at the game, I think everybody would agree that he looks at it a more modern way. He looks at it in a Klopp type, a Man City type, with Guardiola. Any of them have... I say none of them have got enforcers. Man City have ran with Fernandinho for God knows how long. But you look at their midfield right now, I don't even say there's an enforcer in it. They're all they're no, creative they've players. Got, aye, they've got that big Rodri, but he's... He's he's fucking gets forward and scores goals and all aye, sorts of aye, else, but no, I, he has he is a big guy. He can he can probably do that job. I think you need. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Monty's got some good chat. <laughs> I think I found my match. Monty will be on. Monty will be on. Aye, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I I don't know if it's like a an old fashioned look at it. It might be. Excuse me, but. For me, I would agree with Franny. I think most Celtic fans have said that that they would like a, a ball winning. And I think it's because we've had Scott Brown for so many years that we feel like we're missing that. Yeah. Possibly we are missing it. But and in Angie's opinion, aye, in Angie's opinion, we're no missing it, right? So that's fair enough. <laughs> right, Monty, we've heard you. <laughs> 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 uh, aye. In Angie's opinion, we're no missing it. Again, I agree with Fr- Franny. I would like to see us... It's a difficult one. You want to see us bring in a striker, right? He's going to be... He's going to have to be better than a Yeti. Which wouldn't be bloody hard. What's going on? <laughs> Ross, I don't know what happens, but every week you get a fucking absolute... I know. I, know. I, think, I think they know I can take it. Quite, quite <laughs> a lot, you know. I want to say as well here, because when we were at that boys tonight, everybody said they thought Ross was taller than me. I don't know Aye. if it's the way the camera's angled, but he's not. How am I not? That's an interesting one way. Interesting. Is that why you've got the collar up to hide the neck? That's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting one with Moy, and I know I might be jumping the gun because it's only two games in. But it seems like he's just come in to kind of replace McCarthy and he's he's the guy that comes on with 15, 20 minutes to go and, and kind of steadies the ship. Do you think that's what he's going to do this year, Ross, or do you think he's, he's um, going to be playing a lot more football than, we, than we're first anticipating? Is it maybe he's just not... Like I say, we're only two games in, so he's maybe not I, the speed and all that as well, but what do you think on Moy? I think you'll find that once the European campaign kicks off proper, uh, you'll find... We're playing one game a week now, so he's playing what he probably probably perceives as his strongest starting eleven. With it, what's going on? Some say it's going on. What the? Ross is running a marathon in October, by the way. I know. I don't even know what's going on. I've not even got what's my peanuts. My going. I don't know. Come on. That's a great point for Frank there, by the way. Um. That's exactly what it is this season. There's going to be we've seen it last year. I think the apart. players are more more used to the the the, yeah. the 
the tempo of the training and stuff. Yeah. What was the question you asked me again there? Can't remember. Aaron Moy, I think. Aaron Moy, I think. Aye. More so, Aye. Right. So at the minute, start of the season, we're playing one game a week, which is unprecedented for Celtic. And I think he's sort of playing what he per- perceives as his strongest 11 at the minute. Give or take one or two players, bar an injury or whatever. Yeah. But I think what you'll find when it really kicks in and we're playing European football, Armour will play a lot more. I think you'll probably find he'll play a lot more SPL games. Uh, just because, again, for to take the pressure off the, the what he perceives as his first 11. And I think Armour will have more than enough in games against Greatest Respect, St. Martin, Rangers, Motherwell. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, no, all seriousness, I think he will have a, more than enough for that. And I, I think he can play that six, like we've spoke about there, and your captain can still play and move up one. And it might take the pressure off him, in a sense, that he's just sort of dictating the game. I know he dictates the game anyway, but... I don't know if it's as much a... Is there much a... I don't know what the word is. If he's playing further forward... Just leave it. I don't know what the word is. Aye, aye, that's the word, aye. Because... No, no, just go for it, Willie. I was going to change the subject, so I want you to finish what you were saying. I, well, I don't know if there's much... There'll still be a reliance on him, but... I don't know what I'm trying to say, but... I, I think another last... Speed. You're saying another you last Friday? Do you think when he's up to speed, he might he might be used in Champions League ahead of others because he has a bit more experience? Moy? Than... Aye. Maybe away from home. You, you I, I don't know. Aye, I was going to say maybe, maybe away from home... For the energy and keep, but then Hatati's in it. I would expect them to come in for Hatati in that, unless you dropped like O'Reilly or something. So I was kind of arguing my logic of kind of done it like just totally argued against it because I was thinking about retaining the ball and things like that. Where Hatati's <laughs> obviously good at that. <laughs> see, see, so, I know for me, right? For me, eh. <laughs> 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 it's been a few weeks. <laughs> Fuck off, man. <laughs> I'm scared of you. <laughs> I don't. I don't I... think. No, go for okay. it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, move on then. You're on Franny, right? By the way, Egyptian Kings are trying to get two loans for the, the City Group or something towards the end. At, maybe not so much the City Group, but I, pro, I think that's where, I think that's what we're going to do in the last few weeks. I think maybe just a couple of loans and then that'll be us. I, I'm pretty happy with what we've done so far, um, but we can always we can always be better. Here's... Um, I exactly. Blank's <laughs> telling you. Um, we talked about a striker, Franny. Do you think that... Bear in the mind that it's, if we did have a third striker, they're, they're not going to see much football because we, we, we play with one and it's either going to be Kyogo or, or Giacomacus. 
do you think seeing all that you see? That was what I forgot about earlier that, when I was in Midlands. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that Alexa Kenny or Vata could be the player to fill that void on the occasion that we're needing them, or do you think they're still a wee bit away yet? Certainly, Vata with I think is maybe a wee bit away. I think that's just purely down to his. What is his like sixteen year old or something? Ah, oh, just and then. Kenny, I don't. It's, I think he, he started all right in pre-season, but then just fell away. <laughs> he's just Money's coming on, by the way. Money's coming on. He's just in there. Yeah, I need that team. That team we played were they were they were a pub team pretty much. Yeah. But I thought Kenny looked sharp, and he looks like he can finish. I, I mean, I I never seen that game, but the reports he was he was good. I just, I don't know. I'd like to think he, he can do a bit because obviously he had a great great goal scoring record over in Ireland. I think the boy Vat is maybe just a wee bit too early for him just at, at 16 year old, but <coughs> just you never know. We, we don't seem to really give youth at that age a proper, proper chance. So I I would expect maybe to go for somebody a wee bit more experienced if we were going to bring in that position, but certainly. I mean, gone by the keeper we've actually signed. He said that he likes playing up front and stuff, so I might just chuck him up there. <laughs> I'm sure there's a striker in the SPFL that uh, Stephen's Stephen for us anyway. For, I know. For, for right, Ross, the floor's yours. What was it you were going to say that you remember? It was just going to talk about the Aberdeen game and that. I just remembered he was going to say about the Aberdeen <laughs> no, game. No, it, uh, it was whatever Wally had said, but I forgot <laughs> that was now. <laughs> right. As usual, by the way, every time I host, I end up with used to, by the way, and it's, we end up fucking running on for about two hours, so. <laughs> well, the last, probably because I forget. The last, <laughs> the last part on the transfer, um, transfer rumours or transfer news is, and it's no Celtic, <laughs> it's no Celtic related, but we've seen Lee Griffiths has gone to a third tier pub team in, in Australia. I mean, what a fall for grace. The, the guy was, what a talent he was, and in the Dahlia era, especially the goals he scored was unreal. I mean, what's your thoughts on that, Ross? The fall has been in the past three or four years has just been. I've never seen anything like it before. It's quite incredible. Uh, I forgot what I'm going to say. <laughs> 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 nah, it's it's absolutely incredible. Lee Griffiths for me, when when he signed for Celtic, people Franny, only wanted to hurt him. <laughs> I remember uh, me, not, me and you, wish, me and you were on Facebook. What you to say. <laughs> in the, in the, in the transfer, and everybody else was can going in and Celtic saying they shouldn't be buying this boy. Shouldn't be buying him. But I think I think over the piece, he proved that he was an out and out goal scorer. And for me, in my lifetime, other than Larson, maybe Hooper, there's no been. There'll be a better natural finisher for me. I loved Lee Griffiths at his peak, his powers at Celtic. <laughs> that is, by the way, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, true, aye, aye, aye. The peak, his powers at Celtic. That that goal at Ibrox was just Lee Griffiths all over the back. The two goals he scored for Scotland, and I know they were into our current keeper and. He was maybe slightly at fault. He could have done better, but at the end of the day, they were great free kicks. Lee Griffiths was a natural talent. He was a tremendous player, and he 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 gave 
probably his best years to Celtic, and I'll be forever grateful for that. Under Rodgers, he excelled. Under Ronnie Dyla, he had his best scoring season. But... Fuck, <laughs> 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 Sprott, man. I'm getting absolutely roasted again. I can't that even... That you that time. No, is it? No, I thought he said Ross. Not was roasting his cell. He oh, said he's right. Paul's having the quickest finisher. <laughs> 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 right, I read that wrong. Um, forgot what I was saying. Aye, so aye, Lee, Lee Griffiths for me, he gave us, he gave Celtic his best years. He did. That's true. But things happen. Life happens. It's just one of the things. Celtic tried their best with him. Sometimes, I don't want to say sometimes people don't want to be helped. That's that's wrong to say that. I, I'm no privy to Lee Griffiths in his personal life. But there's there's been a massive fall for Grace and it's it's not been nice to watch. But if he goes over there and he plays two games, I hope he plays really well and he gets himself a deal or a contract or whatever it may be. And he picks his life up and he gets going again and he starts putting the ball in the back of the net because that's what Lee Griffiths does. And that's what, and that's what he's yeah. all about. Definitely, mate. Fanny, just quickly on you as well. I mean, I, I agree with Ross. I think he gave us some of his best uh, years. Um, did you think, first of all, what do you think about the whole saga and that he's fall for grace? And, and also, do you think that he'll be remembered by your Celtic fans for the bad stuff at the end? Does that leave a bitter taste in their mouth or do you think they'll remember him for the good stuff? Because at that time with Dahlia, I think we were going through a wee bit of transitional period and we were kind of rebuilding the team and Lee Griffiths was pivotal in that that time. He was the one that scored literally all. We talk about now how we spread the goals out through the team and all that. At that point, Lee Griffiths was the only one banging the goals in, in, in the team. So do you think you'll be remembered for that or do you think, you think all this bad stuff at the end <coughs> left a bit of a bit of taste in the mouth? I, I think it will leave a, a bit of taste, but it's... it's... I think maybe in years to come, years to come, it's a bit like the Lennon one where that left a bit of a taste. But once it kind of dies down, you'll you maybe look at you'll look at the the good times, so to speak, and what he did get to the club. And like like you said, it was important goals as well. He scored scoring so many big games, like like winding Rangers up as well. He loved scoring against Hearts and things like that. So he was like he had bags and bags of talent and could be back up and he had had a bit of arrogance like a bit of attitude about him which well you're liking a striker a wee bit of a wee bit of the arrogance but it has been a, a massive fall for grace because what was it like two years ago he scored the penalty like in that the playoff game he scored a penalty in the playoff game and that leading up to the, the Euros and stuff we all said at the time that if he can't get fit at that time then when Scotland got their first major tournament in 20 years it's when has yeah. it, it actually got to sink in from? I just think yeah. it, it was one of the players that's like, I hope it goes over. There must be something in this. He didn't go over at the third tier Australian football. There must be, his agents must have had a word with him saying, Look, there's got to be some scouts at this game. You'll maybe get a deal at it. And it maybe be a great thing for him because I think by all accounts, Jason Cummins has went over there and got, got away at the sort of the, the fishbowl, so to speak, is Scotland the and stuff. The cum dog is going the fish, the fish bone just it, it might just work out from game and ice we and ice we last few years to what has been a fairly decent career and stuff and what bit like weather enjoy the weather and just 
a nice wee lifestyle, maybe get him out the road, can he have another few wins there, there or whatever. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a weird one because it's it, like Gary O'Connor and Derek Reardon and things like that. They all kind of see, it's a, it seems to be a wee Hibs thing. They all go down a weird road. All these Hibs boys and that. It's it's it's, it's a an same. Edinburgh thing. It must be, mate. It must be, but like, obviously, we, ha- fucking we, do have to be <laughs> we do have to be careful because of the, the personal side of things, but it was given help and stuff without being private. It, probably to believe he was given all the help he, he could, but it just, he never really say, seemed to have the proper attitude to really achieve. I, I think he'll, I think personally he'll probably look back in his career as underachieving because I think he could have went on to achieve a lot more than he did. And I just didn't think he actually had would give give the lifestyle he was leading up to do like a, a Van Dyke or whatever and just properly devote yourself to a football for like 10, 15 years. I just I didn't think he had it in him to do that. Squares are bumpers. Totally agree, Fanny mate. I think probably moving away to another country is probably the best thing for him because the media over here are what fuck mm-hmm. people more than most. So I just think it's so sad to see the fall for Grace. He's still only what he's 31 just or 30, something. 31 or so, he should still be in his he should be in his peak years now. And mm-hmm. he would still be a great <clears throat> option for us if he was if he was firing all cylinders like he was five, six years ago. But yep. Um wish him all the best anyway. Um right, I look ahead to the weekend weekend's game. Another plastic pitch. Uh, a couple of interesting ones. I've seen Angie's um press conference today and he I, I think he said that Rio's okay, but he was not going to risk him uh, this week. He'll be fit back again next week. Welsh is back training, but he's not so sure. But it's, it's an interesting one when, when Welsh is back. Uh, I'll come to you, Franny. We've got this spot now. I think Ross has already told me, so I'm not going to even bother asking him. nailed on for that position, but it seems like there's a three-way horse race for this position <laughs> next to CCV now, whether it's Starfelt, Big Yens or, or Welsh. Um, how do you, I think you pretty much said it at the start as well, but how do you see it going? I know we've only seen, we've not seen much of ends. I think me personally, I'd like to see a bit more of them, but what are you thinking of this position now? I th- well, again, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's, I think it's still Starfields to <coughs> lose, but Yenzi start's been really good for him. The fact that if reports that we believed that we wanted him before Carter Vickers, you would think that maybe puts him in favour a wee bit to, to nail down that slot. So I th- I would like to say it's Starfelt's position to lose, but the longer Starfelt's out, I think Jens is, Jens is ahead of, of Welsh, which is maybe a wee bit unfair in Welsh because we've said it plenty of times, he's not really let us down when he came in, got off to a flyer against Aberdeen as well and played really well in that game, but the longer Starfelt's out, I think it makes it harder for Star. Providing Jens performs to what he did, similar standards to last week, I find it harder. That's an interesting point, Kevin. Do you, do you mean that Starfelt and Jens are going to start and uh, or eventually start and CCV will get dropped? I the fucking link up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's the longer Starfelt's out, and if Jens is performing to similar standards to last week. I think Starfield will find it harder to get in the team. Aye, agreed. It's a it's a good problem to have, though. I think pretty Aye. much everywhere else, everywhere else in the park last year we had well the tail end of last year we had a number of options <coughs> in, in that the positions and we didn't have that um, the tail end of last season. Now we've got it. So it's always 
going to be good. They're all pushing each other for. And like we said, going to be playing a lot of games this year. Hopefully, we'll get to the latter stages of Europe, and um, that means that we're going to have to use the uh, full squad. So, Ross, let's just get right in it this weekend. How do you think the game's going to go? Who do you think it's going to? Here's your line up and, and, and what you think the score will be and how do you think it's going to go? Excuse me, by the way. That was, that was louder than I expected. Franny's lost it. I watched, I watched the highlights. Try and bring some decor on me. I, fucking... I, know, I, know, I, know. I, um, I watched the highlights actually for last week and, and come on, they, they went at Rangers the first half. They pressed them high and I think if they do Did that they? against us, we will fucking tear them apart. I think the way to play against us is like what Ross County did and just hope that we don't eventually break through. I think if you're pressing us, we're, we'll, we'll just absolutely um, tear teams apart. So <clears throat> how, how do you think, what, how do you see it and how do you think it'll go? Uh, in terms of line-up or just... I just give you line-up and predictions. Um, well, line-up first, I'll go... I think it'll change a, a great deal, I think. It'll be heart and goals. I said Dralston last week. I was wrong. I think I'll, I'll go with Ranovic this week. I'll be Ralston. <laughs> I'll go with Greg Taylor. It'll be Burnaby. <laughs> um, I get. I would stick with the the. I'm the <laughs> I would wow. stick with the uh, the the back two. Uh, um, CCV and Jens. I just think I, I really like Jens. I've only seen him briefly, but everything I've seen, it's just he, he's just Julian. But Ange obviously thinks he's sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midfield, Hatate will not be rest. Again, I said last week Moy would maybe come in. I was wrong. I was talking pish. So I'll go. No, I guess. <laughs> again. I'll go McGregor, Turnbull, and uh, O'Reilly again. And up top, again, I think, I think people have made a case, and I understand. I think he'll just go with Maeda, Jota, and Kyogo again. And the other guys will come on later in the game if and when they're needed. I think it makes a difference when you're getting the five subs, eh? Like, I think that makes oh, a massive difference to your, 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 your selection. Mm. You're, no, you're no thinking so much when you've got that pleasure <coughs> of, of bringing an extra two subs on. You can bring all these guys on anyway. But uh, what's, the, what's your score prediction, Ross? Because I think you got it right um, last week, did you know? I did. I said 3 1. 3 1. Doesn't it happen often in this podcast? <laughs> I'm going to go 4 1. The more A on Sunday. Bet you can get the Super 6 scores right, but... <laughs> I know, right? Oh, there Fucking... he is. <laughs> I just, I just concentrate on Scottish football, kid. <laughs> Guys, Super 6, get the league code in and get joined in. Franny's just fucking fired up. We need to take him off the top of the table because we'll never hear the end yet. By the way, Kev's Kevin 14 there saying you'd like... I would like GG to start. I wouldn't have a problem I was with that. Gonna, that was going to be my point, Franny. I, I want to hear your uh, team and... and score predictions but do you think that the plastic pitch is going to play a part in that do you think Gigi might come in because of that do you think rather than keeping it on the deck as much as, as getting the crosses in and getting it in the air and, and letting him do his thing or do you think that's just a lot of shite well <laughs> no it's, it's made me think about my decision <laughs> name because I was I had Kyogo on the team until he, he said that <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a really good point you make Will and I think Jack and Marcus might start but I had Kyle going the team, so but my team is exact same as as Ross's. Uh, of I, I, think, <laughs> 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 I can't really make an argument for anybody else to be in the team. Um, 
apart from if you bring up the whole plastic patch that you've just brought about, you could bring up the argument with Giacomacus. But I had the exact same team as Ross. I think it'll be a fairly comfortable comfortable game, maybe another even 3 1. It's, I don't. I'm not really anticipating an entertaining game. It's it's hard to really play decent football in that plastic pitch. Apart from, I think we actually played pretty decent against the last time we played in Levy's one, didn't we? So it's Tom Dana Ross and Tom Pish. But not really conducive to do good games of football. But I think it'll be a comfortable enough afternoon for us. Conducive, I like it. Yes, <laughs> it's a tremendous um, working. <laughs> I think Frank made a good point, I think, and I think that's uh, for me anyway. The start to this, the two games we've just seen, I think it's shown, and I think it will show later on in the season. Is like you're getting the early goals massive for us. Um, if we don't get that, it starts to like bums start to like we did kind of on Saturday in the group chat. I'm not going to lie, there's a few. Oh, what the fuck's going on here? And it's like just calm down, calm down. <laughs> but like against that, then you get that early goal, and it just kind of settles in there, and then we just. It seems as if we play a bit freer from them. Uh, I don't know if you guys think the same, but I just think if we get the early goal and that's it's like, right, get the foot down, let's yep. get two or three more, and then the longer it goes without that, kind of. But I, I agree. <laughs> I think it'll be a, um, I think it'll be a fairly comfortable one again. I'm looking forward to watching it with a couple of beers on Sunday. You got Jack and uh, Marcus up front. I take it. Uh, no, I've not even picked a team. I've not even thought about it. Right. I just when just when I was coming, to, oh, just when I was coming to you there, I just thought mm, with the plastic pitch is that something. But then I did see Angie's press conference, and he said he'll no, um, he'll no change anything because of the pitch. So just it's just it's right. that. he said we played it the last year, and it's the same. We'll just keep them the same, right? So running on a bit, guys. But I'm bringing back a wee quiz. No squad numbers. If you ask me what Vaduka's was, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, I didn't actually see it was 36. 36, 36. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, fact, I just looked at the questions. All these questions are based on your start to the season so far, and there is actually a squad number question. And that's that could came be up the day. <sighs> two, two games in, it could be embarrassing. Right, see for this first one. I want you. I just want you to shout out your name. Okay. And then I'll ask, right? What's my name? <laughs> I forgot what M- I was going Monty to say. will be in the now. <laughs> okay. We have had five goals and five different scorers this season. Name them. Franny. Oh, Franny's in, right? Welsh, Jota, Abada, Kyogo, and Jens. Well done. 1 0, Franny. Um, you can just in fact just shout your name I will just keep going and shout the name Stephen Wells scored their first competitive goal of the season who got the assist Ross Ross. Jota no it was Matt O'Reilly no oh (laughs) (laughs) Franny (laughs) was it uh, Matt (laughs) O'Reilly Aye. So bad. Mate, I was right. going to okay. I was going to ah, so bad. <laughs> right, okay. This one's going to be a closest to, right? Closest to the answer. I'm going to let Fanny go first because he's in the lead. That's a dick. <laughs> what minute did Jota score his wonder strike versus Aberdeen? 73. 73, Ross. The reason I gave 76. Him this, oh, 75. So Ross takes that. <laughs> 
I thought you were going to be sure can be here. so that you can hang you. Can't be here, surely. <laughs> Cheers, Brian, mate. Two one. <laughs> Bernabe became a first Argentine player when he signed in the summer. But what shirt number is he wearing at Celtic? Ross. Fanny. Oh, that was Ross. Oh, never, <laughs> never. I'm just, I'm just fucking making a number up here. I've got a clue. <laughs> I'm gonna go thirty-seven. No, Fanny. I'm actually to win it. Because Greg Taylor's number three. This is like getting a penalty in the last minute. Don't do a Giacomacus against Lovey last year. Oh, I thought I knew it then. I realised Greg Taylor's number three. Come with obvious. 23. Oh, no, 25. Oh. Nine. We've conceded one goal so far this season. Who scored that? Ross. Ah, uh, County. Is it player. the player? <laughs> or the player? Oh, fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> the, the, the big defender with the beard that spat the water out. So that's a no then, Fanny, do you know? Nah, not a clue, not a clue. Right, this is the last question, so I actually need Fanny to get this right. 2-1. Uh, there it is, Brian's got it. Ah, yeah, was that Alex, aye? Alex, beauty. I'd love to hear uh, Stephen. Oh, fucking hell. Who unfurled the flag on the opening day of the season? Cal McGregor. Fanny. That's not your name, but is it? Oh, come <laughs> on, it's two each. No, Get in the seat. It's no. I said You're having a laugh. You can the rules. My name's Cal McGregor. <laughs> the midfield enforcer of our show, Franny. Callum McGregor. Callum McGregor, well done. Mate. Fuck off, Willie, you wee dick. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. What were the rules? Punch your head in if you be a dick to me. <laughs> That's the end of the quite a fucking another belt and quiz for these two again. Hey guys, get on the Super Six. Get your, get your uh, predictions in for tomorrow, it'll be. Um, tomorrow. The codes. The codes. <laughs> <laughs> the codes there CF5VDD I'm pretty sure it is get on it get the app downloaded get your results in every week we'll start announcing who's top of the league as soon as Franny's off the top of the league yeah. uh, the elephant movers, all the rest of it just a wee bit of fun with everybody and remember our big announcement um, every couple of months the last Friday we're going to get one of you guys to come on and just slag Ross Rotten the whole episode <laughs> but wait Wait, wait till I wait till I'm able to reply to these. <laughs> oh. oh, this is going to be carnage. Uh, like I said, all you need is pretty much a phone and and uh, the minimum bare minimum you need is pretty much a phone and Skype. We'll get and a bit on. of Celtic knowledge because they've got the guys fucking aye. none. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we, we love all the chat you got as much as Ross is saying. We actually love all the chat you get. Nah, we do, we do. And, and, and uh, we can't. We actually, I am actually buzzing to see all the guys come on. Um, I really enjoyed going to the boys tonight and meeting one or two years. It was a good laugh to sit and <coughs> and, and um, hopefully we can build this community and we can all go out for pints in the future and all the rest of it. And I'm looking forward to getting everybody on. So thanks again, Ross. Cheers, Franny. I enjoyed that. Thanks for hosting. Well, I am. Loved it. it. Me too. Um, I kind of mean the slogan. So, thanks, Trips. Hail, hail. <laughs> <laughs>